The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Before we get started with the latest episode of Benched with Bubba, got a couple things I'd like to talk to you about. First off, I'd like to say Happy New Year. Hope you guys had a happy holidays, and thanks for listening to the Bench with Bubba podcast. It means a lot to me as you guys keep listening. If you guys could throw in a rating review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. But if not, again, just thanks for listening. I love doing it, and it's fun to grow the product as we keep going. Also, if you like playing daily fantasy sports, go check out Draft.com. It is a great, great site. They do daily fantasy sports, but they do snake-style drafts and auction drafts. So there's no ownership to worry about. You are the only guy in that that event with that player. Totally different than the other big big uh, daily fantasy sites. So go check out Draft.com, Draft in your app store, and if you're new to it, Use promo code SD Sports, SD is in dog sports, and you get entry into a free $3 tournament of your choice. With the NFL playoffs coming up, they have NFL playoff best balls are starting up. They have NBA best balls are starting up, plus just the daily NBA, PGA, NHL, NFL, MLB, all the stuff you like at draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports. Most importantly, I hope you guys are ready for the NFL playoffs, and in order to do so, we have Bench with Bubba episode 135. Joined by guest Matt Bowie of Razball.com to give you your fantasy football rankings for the playoffs, plus preview of the opening weekend with some Super Bowl predictions. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Benched with Bubba, episode 135. It's got the NFL playoffs on deck, so we do a little fantasy football angle to it. Also make some picks for the weekend and the Super Bowl and whatnot, have a little fun with it. And I'll have a guest on that we've had a couple times this year talking some NFL. You can find his work over at Razball.com. He is on Twitter at um, Matt or Razball underscore MB. Matt Bowie, how are we doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. It's definitely my favorite show to come on and uh, talk about some NFL. So I, I'm definitely ready for the playoffs. It was not not the not the fancy season or the regular season that I was hoping for for uh, myself or the Buccaneers. So 
looking forward to talking about the 12 teams that are remaining and uh, what can, what we can do with it to make a little money. Yeah, have a little fun with it. Um, you know, I could ask you about Dirk Cutter being gone and all the other stuff I've seen on your Twitter feed, but uh, we'll, we'll leave it for another time and date. Okay, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that could be a lot of fun because, hey, my as a Dolphins fan, we lost our guy too. So it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be a really interesting offseason. But uh, you mentioned we've got 12 teams that actually matter right now. So mm-hmm. we'll get into that. And first off, kick it off with kind of the fantasy playoffs, the idea that, um, I don't know, there's different names for it, like fantasy survivor, different different angles to it. Basically, you pick your roster. If that team, if that player's team gets eliminated, no more stats. If they keep playing, survivor advance, your roster stays full. No bench. You just pick your roster. You're in, you're out. Uh, that's kind of the, the format I'm most uh, familiar with. Uh, uh, Matt knows a lot about it as well. So, First off, what kind of strategies do you use when you, you go into that format, Matt? I'm looking at teams that I am sure are going to play two games. Um, so I'm not – I would rather go with guys who have bye weeks uh, for, for the most part unless I see a team in the first round that I think uh, can go on a run. And one of those teams that I'm looking at is uh, the Chicago Bears. I think they have a shot to – I think – I mean, we'll get to it later, uh, the the Bears-Eagles game. But I think if they are able to get past Philadelphia, I think they have a real shot in, in L.A. And I think they could possibly have a have a decent run in, in New Orleans, even though Drew Brees has never lost there. Um, so that would be the one team in the first round that I would actually look at adding players. But as far as my quarterback goes, I, I can't see anyone other than Pat Mahomes or Drew Brees. Uh, myself, I mean, those would be my top two. Uh, if you're, if you're going budget based, I think Brady might be a little bit cheaper, and it, it's almost certain that the Patriots will win their win their first game at home in the playoffs. So they should they should be able to get two teams for uh, for a survivor pick. All right, I like it. Yeah, when you when you're kind of looking to pick your teams, um, I've played on some where you have keepers from the regular season, some it's just fresh. Let's draft from scratch. Do you try to go like as many guys from the same team? Do you kind of try to spread it out AFC, NFC? Uh, do you go quarterback first? Do you have any other strategies like that? The only way that you can do it if you actually want to win is you got to spread it out AFC and NFC. I mean, you realistically, you're probably wanting to pick from about four teams. Um, I mean, you're going into it knowing you're going to lose some of them, but I would focus mainly on Chiefs, uh, Patriots, myself, maybe the Bears, and um, either the Rams or, or, or New Orleans, depending on depending on what you what you think is going to actually happen in, in the later rounds of of the playoffs. But I mean, I think. I think Pat Mahomes is is a home run at, at quarterback. I, I like Damian Williams a lot at, at running back. I mean, I, he should be a, a cheaper option if you're doing if you're doing the ESPN style where you do the budget. Um, I mean, I I it's it's tough with the first round. I mean, there's Lamar Miller who could be a cheaper option, and they they I one would think that they would be beat the Colts being at home against them. So, I mean, that's that's an option that you might be able to get uh, two rounds out of. But, yeah, just – I I mean, bottom line, you don't want to you don't want to pick players that are only going to play one game. And I mean, sure. I think that's fairly obvious. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's go a little position by position and kind of just spitball like we've been doing here. Let's go to the quarterback spot. 
kind of give our top five or so. Uh, you already okay. mentioned you already mentioned Mahomes number one. I'm I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. Um, if you had to kind of roughly do your next four picks for your top five, how would you like going into your draft? If you're making your draft board of the top five quarterbacks, who would you be looking at? Uh, number two would be Drew Brees. He's never lost at home um, in the playoffs. Uh, five and zero at the Superdome or Mercedes Dome or whatever you want to call it. Um, Tom Brady, number three. I think he's going to make it to the AFC Championship at, at the very least. Number four, I'd say Jared Goff, uh, just because they have the home game against the Bears, and I think um, he just flat out will score more uh, uh, fantasy points than number five, which would be Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Mahomes, like we said, number one, and I got Breeze, two. I went Goff, three, just for the idea that I think it's either the Saints or the Rams going to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So that's the only caveat there. Otherwise, I have Brady, four. So it's pretty much we're, – we're pretty similar there. And then, you know, Trubisky and Phillip Rivers would be my five and my sixes, just kind of, you know, taking Phillip their gamble. Rivers is interesting. I mean, yeah, you got to have that gamble. And, I mean, they've seen the Ravens, which which is an interesting tidbit. Um, so, I mean, that, that first game, it, it didn't go LA's way, but I don't think it's the best that LA played. So, I mean, you could easily see two games from Phillip Rivers. Yeah. There's yeah. always, it always seems like there's like one team that'll come and just kind of make that wild card run and shock them. Not every year, but it seems like there always mm-hmm. is one. And to me in the AFC, it's the chargers and that might just be kind of the popular pick, but I think they're just way better than most of these wild card weekend teams that we've seen them go into like Pittsburgh and stuff and play really, really well. So I, mm-hmm. I and we're, and we're always waiting for them to disappoint us in years past. There's just something that feels different about them this year. I don't know why. I agree. I agree. Um, and I mean, I mean, as far as quarterbacks go, I, I don't think you want to put your hand in a rookie quarterback like uh, Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson has an excellent future ahead of him, but I, I don't think for this format that it, it's uh I don't think I want to be that brave, and I'd rather roll roll with Rivers, like you said. All right, let's talk running backs for a bit here. We'll kind of we'll give our top five, and then give some, uh, you know, maybe five more. So ten total here. Um, going into it, what would be your top five running backs heading into the draft day? Okay, so number one would be Alvin Kamara, and this is a gamble because you just don't know. Uh, what this? I mean, you can pretty much figure that um, Mark Ingram is going to see at least forty percent of the touches, but Alvin Kamara is just so dynamic. You know, you're going to get some games out of him. Um, they should be in the NFC Championship, um, and he, he's just he's he's just a dynamic player. I think he can put uh, three games worth of fantasy stats in, into two games for you. So I think that's. Uh, that's an easy number one right there. Uh, Damian Williams, I like a lot. I think he's good for a touchdown a game. He'd be my number two. I didn't get a chance to see a lot of the the Chiefs-Raiders uh, game yesterday, but I did see that he scored a touchdown. Um, I did watch a lot of the – a lot of the Chiefs Seahawks game on Sunday night the week before, and he made a couple of big plays. I mean, he scored early. Pat Mahomes obviously trusts him, and he's he's good for a touchdown and maybe like a, a thirty yard play. So I think that's a that's a good play there. Sony Michelle number three, um, just a volume guy. Um, kind of shook shook off the James Devlin thing in week sixteen when he was able to when he he was able to punch one in from about seven seven yards out. Um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting Todd Gurley. Uh, yeah, 
So Todd Gurley's going to be healthy. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I forgot Todd Gurley. Okay, so we'll go Todd Gurley, number one, uh, Alvin Kamara. No, I mean, Todd Gurley is just obvious. Todd yeah. Gurley, number one, Alvin Kamara, number two, uh, Damian Williams, number three, Sony Michelle, number four, and Mark Ingram, number five. All right, yeah, we, we have a similar top three. Uh, Kamara, one, I have Gurley, two, but that's like – pick your poison, like you said. Exactly. Like, Kamara's got that ceiling playing in a dome, but if Gurley's healthy like he should be – they could run sh- – like, you know, they're going to want to give him the ball early and often. So, uh, yeah, one, two there. I got Damian Williams, three. And then my four is just for the fact that if they do play two games, it could be two monster games as Ezekiel Elliott, I think, um, playing at home in, in the first round and then going on the road. See, I think, see, I think Seattle's going to – we'll get to it later. Well, no, I I, I'm with run. you. I'm with you in what you're starting to say there. So, yeah, I, I could regret this being the fourth there. And then my fifth, though, is Melvin Gordon because – Similar to Gurley, a healthy Melvin Gordon is a game changer. So I'm a big so, fan of Melvin. So six through ten, I'd say Ezekiel Elliott number six. Um, just because I think they're one and done. I mean, he, he's obviously one of the three best. But I, I, I just don't see Dallas getting past uh, Seattle. And we'll get to that. Um, number seven, Jordan Howard. Number eight, Tariq Cohen. Just because I, I got Howard ahead of them just because I think – in the Eagles game, the Bears will jump out to a lead pretty early. I think uh, it'll be a, a heavy volume day for Jordan Howard. And he's, he just looked like a better running back the last three weeks. So um, it's starting to – things are starting to look up for uh, especially Jordan Howard, dynasty owners like myself who uh, spent a lot of money in, in startups this year, only for Tariq Cohen to ruin it all. Um, Tariq Cohen, I mean, he's just such a dynamic player. He's got to be there. Got to be there in the top ten. Number nine, Lamar Miller. Just not sure if they're going to uh, if they're going to get past Indianapolis uh, to get into the second game. But um, I like the chances more than Marlon Mack. Um, so that'd be that'd be my number nine there. And I mean number ten. I mean James White. I guess if if he gets if he gets more involved in in the Patriots in the Patriots plans. Yeah, I'm with you. I got Ingram six, Sony Michelle seven, but Sony could easily move up, like you said, because the, the workload's there for him where James White and Burkett are they're really starting to share that passing game, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. But um, so I got I got Michelle seven. I do have James White eight just for the idea that if he he has that big game in the playoffs all the time. So uh, I will have him there. And then I have Howard, Jordan Howard nine, Tariq Cohen ten, similar to my feelings on the Patriots workhorse receiving guy back and forth there, but uh, a lot of the same sentiments you have. Yeah. Let's go to the wide receiver. Let's go to your top five wide receivers. Cause this could be, this could be fun. It's a deep position. We'll go about 15. Deep. Yeah. We'll start, start okay. Yeah. Um, I'll go with Michael Thomas. Number one. I just think that um, breeze will let it fly in the playoffs. Um, it's, it's worked in the, it's worked in the regular season. You just got to go with your guns um, in week 16, which, Went through Breeze. I think he had nine catches over 100 yards and a and a touchdown. Tyree killed easily number two right there. Um, number three, Julian Edelman, just a a big volume guy. I think they're going to get a couple games in the in the playoffs. Like I like I mentioned earlier, this is where it gets a little bit interesting with the L.A. Rams uh, wide receivers. I guess I'd probably go with Robert Woods. And then Brandon Cooks at four and five there. Yeah, it's a pick your poison for sure. Um, I got Tyree Kill one, Michael Thomas two again. Like the running backs kind of pick your poison. It really, wherever you choose to go there. 
Um, I have Brandon Cooks three just for the upside. Like we saw it this last week, we got the two touchdowns. I think if you just want the good floor, I've always said it week in and week out for DFS. Woods is your floor guy. He's going to be your kind of mm-hmm. you know, your possession receiver. Cooks could take the ceiling off a of place. So it just depends mm-hmm. on what, what level of risk do you want to take. That's where I'd go there. So I have Cooks three. I have Julian Edelman four. I have Robert Woods five. So you're, you're grasping at straws in these top five. Uh, what's your next five? Number six, easily DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. Um, just if, if they get pa- if they get past the Colts, then um, that's going to be a, a, a solid run for you. I mean, two games out of two wide receiver one games that you're going to get. I, it should be plenty of points for that position. Um, Ty Hilton, number seven. Uh, this is a this is a toss up game. Um, I think he could he could play very dynamically. Uh, what worries me about Ty Hilton in in having him. In the top five, outside of this, not being sure if the if the tech if they'll be able to get past Texans or not, is um, his red zone efficiency, and they have a built-in red zone target in their uh, in their tight end Eric Ebron. Um, so number eight, I I like Josh Reynolds a lot. Um, he uh, scored a couple yesterday. Uh, Jared Goff just. Uh, he played really well, um, and I mean, he's just kind of taken over that Cooper Cup role quite a bit, and I think that that's a sneaky uh, cheap buy that could easily pay uh, top ten numbers. Number nine, I suppose you should go with a Bears wide receiver, Allen Robinson. I guess. I mean, he didn't play yesterday, but I think it was more precautionary than anything. Um, and if he is unavailable, then I'd say probably Taylor Gabriel because it doesn't look like uh, that injury for Miller was uh, too promising. Dark horse number 10, going to go with Chris Hogan. It's Chris Hogan season, baby. Ooh, Chris, like Hogan, Chris Hogan like season. And <laughs> yeah, that's those late picks that can win it for you, though. So I like that. Yeah. Uh, my six through ten, DeAndre. Yes, that's too easy. The fact you can get a guy like him, your six wide receiver off the board, is pretty darn impressive. Um, seven, I got Keenan Allen. Eight, I got T.Y. Hilton. Ah, yeah. yeah, Keenan Allen. I got. I, I'm just big on the Chargers. It could really bite. But uh, Allen Hilton. My nine would be Josh Reynolds, and my ten's Allen Robinson. So a lot of similarities there, as well. Um, and then, what's your eleven through fifteen? Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Keenan Allen at number eleven. I'm going to stick with Chris Hogan. You know, yeah, uh, I, don't <laughs> it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So I'll go with G- Taylor Gabriel at number twelve, just because I think that there's a possibility for multiple games. Uh, I just I don't know what to do with the Chiefs receivers because a uh, 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 Chiefs wide receiver two would be really nice here. Um, see, I haven't I haven't looked at the health of Sammy Watkins just because I I've. Uh, haven't looked real close at, at uh, fantasy over the last week. I don't know what his availability will be. He scored so, a touchdown yesterday, I think. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll go with Sammy Watkins. Maybe he can uh, step up. It's definitely not going to be Kelvin Benjamin, that's for sure. Um, number 14 and 15. I guess Demarius Thomas, number 14. Um just a little playoff boost for him. Maybe it's, no, I, mean, I mean, he's out. DT's out. He get hurt. Achilles. Oh shit. All right. Yeah. He's done. All right. Uh, yeah. Give me your 10 through 15 real quick. Okay. Uh, My, mine's going to be, and this is only because I think Seattle has a shot of taking down Dallas. I got Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett. 
pick pick which one you want. Um, okay. And then thirteen, it's if <laughs> this is where it gets fun. Like you could easily go Taylor Gabriel, which I like a lot. Fourteen, I got Mike Williams, which is sticking with my ch- uh, Chargers. And then fifteen, I got Ted Ginn Jr. Ooh, Ted Ginn. Okay, I I'll go with uh, Tyrell Williams, I number like fourteen. And I just I can't trust Doug Baldwin, and I guess <laughs> I would. I'd like. I mean, he 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 put together a couple of really nice games to end the year, but Lockett scored again yesterday. So. He did, he did, but he only caught like two passes, I think. Yep. Um, I'll go with Doug ba- Doug Baldwin for the volume for number fifteen. I like it. Um, and you know what's crazy is neither one of us said Amari Cooper. Like if he somehow they win, I, just, the I don't think I don't think they'll win it. No, I don't either. I don't either. That's why I said it, it, I like where we're at, but it's just one of those things. If he sneaks in and like that's. Two huge weeks, possibly. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's the fun about these games. A lot of weird And it's crazy to talk about a home team like that. Yep. Well, so I, yeah, we'll get into the picture in a minute, but I feel the same way with another game I just talked about. Um, yeah. Let's go tight ends real quick. I'm just going to name them off, and you can break them down. I got Kelsey, Gronk, Ertz, Burton, and Ebron in that order. What do you got? Kelsey, Gronk, Ertz. I agree with that. Um, Kelsey, obviously, number one. Um, Zach – See the interesting. I like that you have Zach Ertz at number three because he can give you a couple of uh, a couple games worth of points in, in one game. I mean, they're they're not going to get past the Bears. No, uh, no. I I just, I just don't see it happening. Um, Gronk number two. I mean, he's Gronk. Um, it's playoffs. Um, I can see him being Tom Brady's main uh, main red zone target. Um, him and James White, so I mean he should be good for scores. Ebron, obviously, I mean he's just a, a target monster in, in the red zone. Thirteen touchdowns this year. Um, let me think about number five. Let me uh, change it up a little bit. It's it's tough because it's like with, when it comes to the Saints and the Rams, they really don't have a dominant tight end. Um, okay. There's there's not that many good tight like the story of the fantasy football season. The tight end position sucked. So yeah. after you get by the top guys, it's like what do you go? Burton could easily be the third one behind Gronk. Yeah, I, I I guess I'd go with Burton at number five just because of the cer- almost certainty of them playing in uh, in two games. And I mean, dark horse sleeper Antonio Gates, the final playoff run. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe he's able to get a couple touchdowns. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I pretty much agree with you there on the tight ends. Okay, that could be fun. I was gonna I was gonna say we could do defenses, but I think people know to just pick your defense at the end. Pick one yep. that has a good chance to win. We don't have yep. to tell you. We don't have to tell you too much more there. Um, yep. All right. Any final thoughts before we just go into the picks for the weekends? Any any last fantasy tidbits for anybody? I mean, I I don't do a ton of playoff, but. Um... I would spend uh, very, like I said at the beginning, spend very heavily on teams that you are going to, uh, that you think are going to go far and split um, NFC and AFC pretty much evenly. Get, give your give yourself a chance to be there at the end. All right. I like it. Good stuff there. Let's get into some picks. Have some fun with this. Uh, we'll start with the AFC wildcard week and uh, a really tight one. We've kind of been talking about, this is really a coin flip. Colts at Texans and AFC South meeting up again. Texas are two-point favorites at home, but it, it's really tight. Uh, give me a spread pick and an overall pick and what you think here. I will take the uh, Houston Texans straight up, and I will take the two points, or I'll uh, lay the two points as well. Um, Deshaun Watson has looked really good in the second half of the season. Um, 
he the problem that he could possibly run into here is is um you know he he led the league in being sacked this season so that could be uh an issue but I, what i really like about the texans is is they're at home uh their defense looked really good against the jaguars yesterday um jj watt there was a little there's a couple minutes of worry there um his arm wasn't looking too good but uh he finished the game um sounds like he's playing next week and yeah i, I think i think the texans will put points on the board it, it, it's really tough i mean it the third time of the of the season when teams are seeing each other i mean it's it's really hard to predict so i mean you just you got to roll with the home team um the quarterback's dynamic enough. Lamar Miller's played well enough this year. And the last couple weeks, the Texans' defense has looked fine. So I will roll with the Texans. Yeah, this is really, really close. Deshaun Watson getting healthier, as you mentioned. And the offense keeps exploding with DeAndre Hopkins. I love mm-hmm. the Colts' offense, all the weapons they have. It's just crazy, crazy good. I guess the deciding factor would be Houston being at home. I think this is a great chance for the Colts to, to walk away with the win here. But I'll be with you on the Texans. Uh, at minus two to uh, to take it, but it is a really really close game. And the Colts nine and one of their last ten to get in here is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, it, the thing they didn't look great. There were times last night where it seemed like the Titans were going to get themselves right back into the game. And I mean, the week before they they put up a real stinker in the first half against the Giants. So I, I mean, every NFL game is really tough to win. So, I mean, hats off to the the Colts and Andrew Luck for going 9-1 to close out the season. But, I mean, it just seems like there could be some chinks in that armor that uh, could be exposed by Houston. But, like I said, it's the third time these teams have seen each other this year. So, I mean, the best thing to do is just roll with the home team. For sure. Uh, The other AFC wildcard game on Sunday, Chargers at the Ravens. Ravens two-and-a-half-point home favorites in this one. Uh, I, I think people pretty much know my opinion on this game. What do you think? I'm going to take the points. I'll take two and a half, and I will also place a um, a money or I will place a uh, a money line bet on this on the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, this is a big opportunity for Philip Rivers. This could be, um, I mean, gosh, the guy might have one or two years left after this one. Um, he has the most talented roster. Um, that I can remember with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, Tyrell Williams, um, Nick, or I'm sorry, thinking about the draft already. Joey Bosa came up big with a sack yesterday. He's starting to he's starting to look like himself down the stretch. Um, that's a that's a pretty good defense. And I mean, what worries me about Baltimore is in a must win game. Um, yesterday it just seemed like baker mayfield could do whatever he wanted and i mean that's two totally different types of offenses and two totally different types of quarterbacks but maybe we're looking at a baltimore maybe we're looking at a baltimore team that isn't as dynamic on on the defensive side of the ball that we thought and i mean yesterday kind of raised my eyebrow a little bit with them yeah they had that early lead and you think that that defense as good as it would would just keep them down and baker just kept coming back and coming back and it was it was very impressive. Even Baker said it after the game. It's like, yeah, we didn't win, but a team of our youth and our kind of getting stuff together to go in there and deal with that defense. He said, e, Baker even said it, they were very impressed and looking forward to next season after stuff like that. So well, that was very, very good. Um, AFC title game prediction. Who you got? AFC title. 
Okay. Um, it's going to be the Chiefs and the Patriots. Okay. I think both those teams are going to be tough to beat at home or at home in the second round. Um, if anyone were to go down, I think it'd be the Patriots. Um, I think the Texans are good enough um, with the defense to be able to beat them in Foxborough, but I would give the edge to the Patriots. So um, being that the pr- prediction is the Chiefs and Patriots, I'm going to take the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun because you got you got Texans at Patriots potentially if, if, if our picks are correct. And then Chargers in Kansas City again. We saw how that ended earlier this year. Yeah. So um, that'll be a lot of fun, but I'm with you. I think the Chiefs get them this time. I got Chiefs-Patriots, unfortunately, because I hate the Patriots. But Chiefs-Patriots, and I got the Chiefs as well. So we'll be very similar there. Um, in that I, did, I think digging more into it, I think a big factor of the earlier season matchup was the game being in Foxborough. Um, um, Pat, I, Pat Mahomes is an amazing quarterback. He, he's very dynamic at home, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing him play in the playoffs. So, um, But I, I, I think uh, home field will be everything in, in the matchup between those two, and I'm really looking forward to what the line is going to be when, uh, when they uh, – when if, if and when that happens. Totally. The, the, the caveat where I think it could be interesting is if the, the Colts do beat the Texans, that means the Colts go to Kansas City and the Chargers go to New England – then I might debate a Chiefs. Mm. Then I might debate a Chiefs Chargers AFC title game. So that's my only caveat be, there. It could be interesting. I I think the Chargers do have a chance in Foxborough too. Um, yep, I mean, exactly. we we talked we talked about the Chargers um, a little bit, and I just think going into Foxborough, it's much for the same reasons that you, that you were talking about when you were talking about your Chargers pick. So if it does end up being the Chargers in New England, I think I will roll with the Chargers. Yeah, but regardless, we've got the Chiefs taking it down. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the NFC now this weekend, so Saturday night, Seahawks at the Cowboys. Cowboys two-and-a-half point home favorites. I think we're pretty unanimous on this one as well, but what you got? Settle money line. Um, I won't even mess with the spread. I will take – it'll probably end up being plumb 40. I would uh, love to put that money on Pete Carroll with the uh, – I mean, props to Pete Carroll. This guy took a – roster that is not even close to the caliber that it's been uh, over the past few seasons. And he made them a playoff team again. Um, Russell Wilson has worked with what he's had. Uh, Tyler Lockett has became, uh, became exactly who they wanted uh, when they drafted him. And Doug Baldwin is uh, starting to look more and more like himself as, as the season went along. So um I think this offense has enough. They have Chris Carson who can um, who can run the game out uh, if needed. They have uh, Rashad Penny who looked better down the stretch. They have um, Mike Davis too. And this defense, it, it's been not break in my opinion. I mean, they they beat Kansas City. I mean, and I I just I don't see I don't see the Cowboys winning this game whatsoever. Yeah, the only chance the Cowboys have is Zeke just goes crazy and busts some big ones. Because um, I agree that Ben which is don't po- break. Which is definitely definitely possible. No doubt. Because, yeah, that Ben don't break, you really saw it on that Sunday night game, like you may, or Monday night game against the Chiefs. Like, the, the Chiefs moved the ball, but the Seahawks got the stops when it mattered most. And 
That, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I could see this game going in. You know, Russell Wilson's a monster, and he, he thrives in situations like this. And um, if Doug Baldwin can have another game, they're gonna they're gonna really really go off. So I got Seattle winning this as well. I, I, I like them to move on to the next weekend. Uh, the other game we have it is a Sunday afternoon game: Eagles at the Bears. Bears are six point home favorites. So we both have the Bears winning this game. But what do you think about the spread, Matt? I will lay the points. I just don't – I'm not sure that the Eagles even score. Uh, the energy in Soldier Field is was wild this year. That defense is is so good. Uh, we saw – I'm curious about your thoughts about yesterday's game. I mean, is Kirk Cousins really that bad or is – or are the Bears – is the Bears defense just really that good? Because it, I, he, he couldn't do anything. And, I, I mean, we've seen the Bears' defense do this to teams all year, but they're at home. The Bears are obviously not playing um, 100% the entire game. And they struggled to even score one touchdown. Yeah, I, I was confused by it because it wasn't 100% Bears' defense, like you said. It, I think it has a big effect. But, yeah, man, the raining down of people on Kirk Cousins right now, I, I, I hope someone's watching Kirk at all times because it's – He's, he's taking a lot of heat right now, and I don't think he's that bad. I really don't, but, you know, he's never done well in big games. I know that's that's, that's the story that's been there forever, and he's never really done good against good defenses. What he does his best is when it's shootouts. So um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think he just gets kind of in his head and just gets just frantic and doesn't know how to sit there in a pocket, and it just ruins him. But I think he's good, but probably not as good as the money he got. All right. What's your NFC title game prediction? Um, NFC title prediction game: Saints versus the Bears. One of these two. So you got, you got, one, someone's got to get upset. You got the Bears beating the Rams, huh? Bears gonna go with it. Uh, they look. They manhandled Jared Goff in the first game, and I mean, you can blame the weather. You can blame it not, not being at home, but um, I think it's gonna be in Goff's head a little bit. Uh, I think they can limit Todd Gurley enough points on the board to get to get through LA and get to uh, New Orleans. All right, and I, like I, I want to be spunky a little bit. I uh, want to be interesting, and, and this is something I'm actually very very interested in. And I'm not just saying it to say it, but I I Bears going to the Super Bowl. I think the Bears going to the Super Bowl would be a lot of so, fun. Uh, yeah, Bowl, be a lot. that that is my prediction. I like it. I like um, it. Um, best, very, very best cool. defense. Best defense in the NFL. I mean, uh, defense or teams that have good defenses. We see. We saw it with the Eagles last year. Saw it with the with the Broncos when um, back in the Peyton Manning days. They had a they had a great defense. I mean, Baltimore, Tampa. They've all done it. Um, I think teams that uh, have good defenses uh, have an edge in the playoffs. I think the Bears all the way through. I like that defense does travel. Going to LA and the Coliseum, they'll have the home field advantage there because the Rams fans don't fill that place up. So the Bears will love it. The Bears took over San Francisco a couple of weeks ago. They'll take over LA, LA as well. So that that's really good. Um, I got the Saints going all the way. I think breezing that dome just terrifying, mm-hmm. but uh, it's close. It I like it I is. Like the, I like the Bears with that defense. So you make a very very good point. All right, so you have Bears Chiefs Super Bowl. Who do you have winning it all? Andy Reid. Andy Reid, yep, uh, going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, Pat Mahomes, historic season, um, unstoppable offense, uh, fantastic play calling. Uh, the motion, you never know what they're going to do. 
I think this is finally the year that Andy Reid puts it all together and wins the Super Bowl. That'd be awesome. I'd be happy to see Andy. I Reed think there. I, I think even as good as the Bears' defense is, I think Kansas City can still put up thirty on them. So I think if you give a guy like Andy that, Reed, Andy Reid two weeks to plan for a Bears defense, he'll be okay. Yep, exactly. So, uh, yep, Chiefs won the Super Bowl over the Bears. Plus, you're going to have the the game in Atlanta in that dome, so you get that Chiefs offense in a dome. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. uh, I got the Chiefs over the Saints. So, either way, we have the Chiefs winning it all. I really hope the Chiefs win it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Me too. Uh, I've always liked Andy Reid. He's always always been a, a fantastic guy by all accounts. Um, went through some stuff in his NFL career. Obviously, I mean, we all know the family stuff and all that. And uh, he's just he's been a stand up guy. Um, for for a long time and been very successful. So I th- I'm really rooting for the guy, and I think the Pat Mahomes Tyreek Hill dynamic. Um, Damian Williams isn't a huge. Obviously, he's a step down from Kareem Hunt, but he isn't a huge one. I think they can just keep those motors burning, and uh, I think they can make quite the run. So yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, there we have it. We have our, our playoff picks. We have our fantasy playoff. You know, rankings, the whole cha-cha. Uh, any final thoughts, Matt? Uh, anything going on on a Razzball you guys got coming up? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna kick up a, a little playoff podcast with the boys. Uh, we'll talk about the lines. Um, it'll, it won't have anything to do with fantasy, but this week I definitely want to break down, um, break down some of the head coaching stuff and what it means for the players on the team or what it means for uh, – for uh, those franchises going forward, we can spitball kind of what what would be good coaching picks, and then we will we will be picking against the lines like we did last season. So it should be a lot of fun. Check it out on football.rasball.com. Follow me on Twitter at rasball underscore mb. Awesome man, always a pleasure having you guys. Go, uh, having Matt on, go check him out. Matt, good time as always. Uh, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, everybody, that was Bench with Bubba, episode 135, a quickie on the NFL playoffs, fantasy football implications, and much, much more. Catch you guys next time.